You've probably heard it all before, but this time, let Dr. Lanker connect the dots in a way that makes the Christian faith come alive. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Lanker, and I'm here to help you connect the dots. As a pastor and professor for the last 30 years, I want to help you not only understand the Christian faith, but to make it a transformative part of your everyday experience. Join me as we connect the dots. I don't know if you've ever asked the question of why God created humanity, but in today's lesson, this is what we're going to address. Discussed in chapter 1, verse 26, following to the end of the chapter. What we'll see about God in this unique passage is some things that really fit with how the ancient people viewed the gods of that time, and also some peculiar differences. First, we see this statement in verse 26. It says, Then God, Elohim, like we've talked about before, said, Let us make mankind in our image. For those of us coming from a Christian background, we immediately jump to the Trinity, which we talked about before may or may not be the case here. But for the ancient people, when they heard this plural, they would have immediately gone to the God Council. They would have gone to this understanding of a multitude of gods deciding that they wanted to make humanity. This was common in the stories of creation. And every time that we read about it in the stories of creation from other cultures, what we hear is that the gods decided to create man because they were tired of the everyday work. So they made mankind as slaves to do the dirty work, in essence, of the gods. A very menial position. It was also there because they wanted to be gratified and cared for. And so they created these lower level beings in order to please them and to give them some entertainment or to provide them with resources that they wanted to have in their lives. When we see the creation story in Genesis, what we find is a God who doesn't create humanity for his own benefit or to be able to get out of work. He actually creates them for an outstanding reason that we find in no other culture of the time. It says, let us make man in our image so that they may rule over all of this creation. That is incredibly unique, that the role of humanity is a kingly role. They are made in order to take the role that would primarily be given to the gods. They're, in essence, given a standing that's far above and beyond anything we see in the ancient world. God is willing to share his power. He wants to bring his people into fellowship with him by serving alongside of him as this master of the universe. He's invited us into the rule and reign of his creation here on this earth. That's a high calling unlike anything else we see in the ancient world. At the same time, as soon as God makes us to rule and reign, the first statement that's given to mankind is a command. You command servants. You command those that are under your control. And so God says, I want you, I'm commanding you to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and rule over it. So although we have this kingly role 
in what we've been called to do. We do it from a position of servants. We truly are not the God of all gods. He establishes that position and that power differential from the very beginning and shows that by his command that they be productive, that they be great, that they expand, and that they harness these resources to be able to use them for the greatest possibility. What's interesting in that is that the designation of humanity is that they're to be made in God's image and in his likeness. The word selam is what's used in Hebrew for image, and it has more to do with essence. You could look at pepper, and pepper would be its own unique spice. But you could destroy, in essence, the pepper seed and hide it in a dish, but the essence of the pepper comes out through that dish because of its presence, because the essence of pepper is present. So God wants to use his being in a way that isn't put together the same as what he has it put together, but to embed it in the essence of humanity so that the God flavors are present in every single one of us. What's unique in that statement is that the word selam not only means to be an image, but more appropriately in the ancient world, it means to be an idol. Literally, God says, I want to make idols. Now for us, that just doesn't ring true because throughout scripture, it says that we shouldn't worship idols. But the idols that are understood in the ancient world have a different understanding and different meaning that is, I think, helpful to look into. Idols were created in every single culture except for Hebrew culture where it was commanded by God that idols would not be created. That these idols were understood to just be pieces of rock or pieces of stone. But they would take them and through a religious ceremony, they would ordain these pieces of carved rock and carved stone to become basically transports, to become means by which the God's divine presence was manifested. They become basically portals that the God can literally be present in that place. The God is far beyond that idol. If you go and sacrifice to that idol, if you give gifts to that idol, you are literally giving it to that God. When God makes humankind and calls them his idols, what he's saying is he's saying, I am literally imbuing you with my essence. I am present in every single one of you. And whenever you interact with a human, you're interacting with the God of this universe. And in every single interaction, I have the opportunity through every single human to be able to display my power and my greatness. That is why humanity, to be fully human, is to fully image who God is. This is incredibly insightful for us for the entire series that we're going to walk through. As we talked about before, many times we're asking the question of, how do I live life? How do I have a better marriage? And we're looking for all of these different answers. The one who lives life perfectly because he made life and all life comes from him, he's the beginning of it, is God himself. So if we simply come to see who God is and we begin to reflect that 
we begin to manifest that essence in how we work, in how we live, in how we enter into relationships. We are being the manifestation of God. We're being the manifestation of perfection. And in the end, we are being exactly what we want to be. So instead of trying to go and search all of scriptures and all of life to try to find out what are the things we need to do and not do in order to make life right, we can simply come fix our eyes upon the one who really is life, let that change us and transform us. And as we simply are made more and more into his essential image, everything around us completely changes. And not only is that theoretically sound in my mind, but it's practically sound. Over and over again, when I have seen husbands and wives, children and co-workers who are having the hardest time in their lives making sense of it, making it work, when they have stopped trying so hard and have simply come and fixed their eyes on the God of all creation and have been captured by him and begin to manifest the same sort of character traits that he has manifested throughout all of time and will manifest through all of time, their lives begin to change. And as their lives begin to change, their connections begin to be radically changed. So that just really excites me in this process, that by being God's idols, We have his presence fully with us, and his presence, the more that we look into it, can not only give us great insights, but can literally transform us and the world around us. I hope to join this journey with you of looking more fully into God's presence and God's reality and God's character so that it changes us in every single way. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like more information, please visit us at drjasonlanker.com. That's D-R-Jason-L-A-N-K-E-R. May you go in the grace of God, and may you not just understand the Christian faith, but live it more fully this week.